Thank you for tuning in to the Springs Church Podcast. Here, you'll find messages that are powerful, inspiring, but most importantly, straight from the Word of God. If you're located near Tacoa, Georgia, or in Tacoa, Georgia, we'd love to see you on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Enjoy today's message, and remember, we love you, Tacoa. Numbers 21, let's put it. He says, so the Lord sent poisonous snake among the people, and many were bitten and died. Then the people came to Moses and cried out, We have sinned by speaking against the Lord and against you. They said, Pray that the Lord will take away that snake. So Moses prayed. Moses was a prayer warrior. He interceded for them. Then the Lord told them, Make a replica of a poisonous snake and attach it to a pole. And all who are bitten believe if they look at it so Moses made a snake out of bronze and attached it to a pole then anyone who was bitten by a snake could just look at the bronze snake and be healed amen thank you father if you don't know that story this morning the Bible says after they got out of of Egypt they were going to the promised land and they disobeyed God they start complaining against God. They start complaining about the manna. They start complaining about uh, what God did for them. And, and God judged them by sending poisonous snake to bite them. And the Bible says when they saw what they did, they, saw, they start dying. They start the people those Jewish people, they start dying by, they start dying every day because the, the serpent, the fiery serpents start beating them, start injecting poison in their bloodstream, and they, were, they start dying, and then they have no answer but to go back to Moses and ask for forgiveness and repent. The first step for you to receive God's grace to receive God's, 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 God's redemption, you have to repent. And I know that's a message we don't want to hear today, but you have to repent. That's the first step. That's the first step you have to take if you want to receive salvation. Because when you repent, it means that you are messed up and that you are in need of a savior. Somebody say amen. And that's what they did. They came and I said, Moses, we messed up. We messed up, we complained, and we know God has lifted up his hand against us, and that's why we're dying. And I know we, so the word repent is something we don't hear about anymore, but you have to repent. Repent means change. Repent means the way you used to live. You have to make a, is that 180 or 360? 180. You have to make a 180 and say, I'm not going that route. I'm going to change my route, and I'm going to go that route. That's what repentance means. You can't say you're repenting and you keep doing the same thing that you used to do. You're fooling yourself. You're lying to yourself. You're deceiving yourself. You're, you're lying to yourself because repentance means change, change from one position to another position. Somebody say amen. And that's what those people did. They repent. They went to Moses and they repented. The Bible said those snakes were beating them. They were dying. Can you imagine in the theater of your mind how it was? 
they were getting bitten by those fiery snakes. And, and they were all affected by everybody were getting bitten down. By, they were getting bit by that snake. That venom, that virus were going through the system. They were dying one by one. Everybody was affected by that venom. Some died quick. Some died. Some, some were sick. Some other had symptoms. Because not everybody we had the same way with a virus. And I want to submit to you this morning, this is the picture of human, the human race. All of us have been affected by the virus called sin. All mankind is ruined by that virus called sin. And that poison is spread all over our body, all over nature, all over God's creation. We are all corrupted by it. It doesn't matter. You can't escape it. If, you are, if you're a human being, you have the sin nature in you. I know some of you think you're angel, but let me remind you, we, all of us were corrupted by that sin nature called sin. It's in our blood. It's in us. Just like all those people were getting bit by that, by that serpent. And just like I said, and all of them had different effects on them. All of them react different because the virus act different. When it hits you, not everybody's the same. Some people had stronger human system, human system. Some of them die quickly. Some of them suffer with fever. Some of them die quickly. Some of them had symptoms. And it's, but all of them were bitten by the snake. And I want to submit to you today... All of us, mankind is ruined. All, mankind was, was, was ruined by sin, by that virus, by that venom called sin. Some people enjoy sin. Some people love killing people. Some people love to murder people. They react different to that sin nature. Some people love to kill innocent some people love to take advantage of people. It's a react to sin. Some people love violence. They love seeing people die. When we see it every day in the news, you can't deny it. The past two months in Chicago, the past beginning of the year, there's already close to 113 murders in Chicago in less than two months. We see it everywhere. We turn the news. We see the violence because some people enjoy killing people. Some, some, they, they react to sin. It's anguish. It's pain. It's loss. It's brokenness. Because sin destroys. Sin comes into our life to destroy us. And some, the way, the, the, the one commentator said, when that snake Bite, bit them. They, they, they were thirsty. It, 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 it created a dryness. They want something to drink. And we can see it because of sin. Some people, they enjoy drinking alcohol to destroy their life. They use alcohol and drug, and they use alcohol and drug to, 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 to numb the pain. Some sin is bitterness and is resentment. They can forgive people. They hate people. Hate somebody because they're a different color. Hate a different nationality because they don't look the same. And this is the effect of the virus called sin. 
Are you with me this morning? Some of us are full of hatred. Yes, you may not kill somebody, took a gun and shoot somebody, but in your heart you're full of hate. You just hate people for no reason. It is the effect of the sin nature in us. Are you with me this morning? And some, because of sin, because of the virus of sin, they are asleep. They think they're okay. They say, we don't need God. I'm okay. Why do I need God? But the reason you say that is because the virus is inside of you. You are asleep. Are you with me this morning? Nothing's wrong with them. Say, I don't need God. What are you talking about Christianity, man? I'm okay. What do I need God? I don't need God. You need God because you, you, you're not educated. You don't have a Harvard degree. You're not from Stanford. You're not educated. It's for the poor people. It's for the people that make less than 100000 Lalo. That's the one that needs God. Us, we have everything. But it's because you're asleep. By the virus called sin, you don't see nothing wrong. They think they can fix their life by themselves. Some, some that virus in our lives is, 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 is sexual debauchery. Every type of wickedness. I heard a story last night. A young boy he, that was sexually molested by his own father. Every night, that father will call him and beat him and rape him. Do the despicable thing you can imagine to a little boy. That boy tried to run away many times. He tried to cut himself to escape that pain. The cruelty, we see it all the time. It is the virus of sin that makes somebody wants to hurt their own kids. The defects, the defects here in Georgia are struggling because there's so many kids being abused by their own blood. It's not people outside that's, that's, that's abusing them. It's not the people outside that's giving them drugs. It's their own blood. What kind of, you're talking the depravity of men. If you don't see that. Can you imagine how, how your own blood, because that virus of sin, turned your heart into stone? No heart, no mercy, no grace. That's the virus of sin. And some, think because they cannot see it. And that virus of sin, when it eats your life, you forget because you remember, it, it, it create, when you get hit by a venom, it makes you lunatic. You, it makes you see things, things that's not right. When the virus into your life, it makes you like things you're not supposed to like. It makes you forget who you are. It makes you forget if you're a woman or a man. But God created you as a man and a woman. There's nothing you can do to change that. You can cut anything. That's not going to change it. Oh, I say that. Yes, I say it. <laughs> the virus has made us numb to truth and to what's right. To what, the virus has made us numb to what's logical. You try to ask yourself, is there logic? I don't understand. There's no logic. But because all of us have been bitten by the scene, we, some of us don't see nothing wrong that we are doing because that sin is running. 
in our body. And all of us, it doesn't matter who you are today. That virus is in your vein. If I could lift the, the cover of your heart tonight and I could look into your heart, your heart will have a putrefied smell, rotten flesh, because all of us are rotten by that sin that's eating us. That smell by the virus of sin is eating you up. And you think that bottle, that drug, some of your, your veins collapse. You can find even a finding a vein. But that thing inside of you, you think a drug can give you hope. You think a drug, an alcohol can give you peace. Your veins all collapsing. And it doesn't matter if they're poor, they're white, or they're black. It doesn't matter if they're rich or if they went to the high village school. They're all addicted to that drug. That's the virus of sin. And, and it's in all of us. And not only that, the virus of sin, it's in believers or unbelievers. Whether you like it or not, because of the virus of sin, all of us will die one day. All of us. Less than 100 years today, all of us will be in hell or heaven. And I know you don't want to hear this, but there's two places. There's no middle ground. It's heaven and hell. And I want to tell you, whether you like it or not, there's only two places. There's heaven and hell. The Bible says, it's in all of us. Romans 3 verse 23 said, for all have sinned. It doesn't matter. We all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We are all, this is what Isaiah 64 verse 6, verse 6 says. This, read this. It says, it says we, are, we are all infected and impure with sin. And when we display our righteous deed, they are nothing but filthy rags. Like autumn leaves, we wither and fall, and our sin sweep us away like the wind. But in that story, the Bible says that God told Moses what to do. This was it. Then the Lord told him, the Lord told him, make a replica. Of a poisonous snake. The Bible does not say that Moses asked the people for the brass. He doesn't, the Bible doesn't say that Moses asked them for, for the jewelry. The Bible doesn't say that he even asked them to do it. We don't know. The Bible is quiet about that. The Bible doesn't say that they came, that Moses came with his own idea to fix that problem. The Bible doesn't say that Moses, he called the elders of the, of the Israelites, said, let's come with a solution to fix that, that serpent problem. He did not, Moses, God did not ask Moses for his inputs. God did not ask Moses what could work. It was God's idea. It was God's plan. It was God's salvation. 
Let me tell you something. Salvation is not something that we do. It's not something we come up with. It is God's plan to save mankind. The Bible says in Ephesians 2 verse, not if, for salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. God's salvation is God's work. Religion tried to, to add more into God's redemption. If you do this plus Jesus, you will get saved. If you belong to that church plus Jesus, you will get saved. If you pray to Mary plus Jesus, you will get, you will get saved. If you add a little tradition beside it, or you, if you do this, you will get saved. If you, if you add certain food into your diet, you will get saved. Men always try to add into God's redemption but let me tell you something God's plan and God's redemption was not created by men was not created by a church was not created by some religious person God's plan was created by God and his plan and his plan of redemption is in his word somebody say amen Jesus Jesus don't need extra condiments. Condiments? Condiments. The stuff you put on the... The stuff you put on the... Condiments. Somebody help me here. <laughs> oh! Say that again. Okay. Jesus doesn't need your condiments. Uh, plus Jesus plus this. He doesn't need your extra extra uh, 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 food on him. He doesn't need your, the condiments of philosophy and psychology. He doesn't need your condiments of inclusion. He doesn't need. Jesus is enough. I said Jesus is enough. I said Jesus is all sufficient. Jesus is enough. Not Jesus plus something. Not Jesus plus your baptism. Not Jesus because you go to the first Baptist, second Pentecostal, third Episcopalian church. You go to that Catholic church. You think that's going to save you. There's only one name that can save humanity. There's only one name that can save mankind. There's only one one name that can save the humanity and his name is Jesus his name is Jesus he doesn't need extra somebody say amen I don't need your extra this morning I'm sorry if I get excited talking about Jesus you can tell me crazy. Some of you get excited because somebody at 50-yard line, they throw that uh, pigskin, and you go crazy. You go nuts. You go all nuts, shouting, breaking the couch. Then after that, you regret your watch to step down. But this morning, I got a reason to get excited because my name, my name is written in the book of life where Satan tried to come and accuse me. He said, I know James did this yesterday. Even I got the report. Don't you see God what he did? And the angel said, let me go back, let me go back. Let me check. They turn the page. When they look, they can see nothing because my sin... My sin have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. And you're going to tell me why I'm excited? Yes, I am excited. Yes, I am excited. Yes, I'm crazy for what Christ has done for me. Somebody say amen. Oh, yes. I'm excited for what Christ has done. 
let me say this. For I saw a couple of guys, I think LDS, I think the latter did say that's how they call it. If you're watching, a couple of them came six months ago to the house. They said, We would love to share. You know what LDS is? How did they say? Now I lost my breath. I need to get back to the gym, man. That one pack is killing me. That's a big one pack, too. <laughs> but I got a couple LDS people that came a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago. Go, 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 go. And they said, hey, we would love to share um, um, faith with you. I said, I said, dude, I don't have time for this. I slammed the door in the face. But if anybody thinks you're watching, if you don't know the LDS, the Latter-day Saints, they don't believe in the atonement. They don't believe in the blood. So the Jesus they're following is a false God. Let me say this. Because I know the modern day church don't say it, and I don't care if you cut me Facebook. Facebook. But without the blood, Hebrew, put that verse, put that verse, put that verse. For my LDS brothers, they're not my brothers, by the way. For, let me say, for without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. You put Ephesians 1.7. You have that? And him. Put that, put that on. Let's read that on. And him, we have redemption. Through what? Through what? Through what? And I'm sorry, LDS brother, that Jesus that you are serving is not the Jesus of this Bible. It's not Jesus. It's not the will of God. You are serving a demon God. And if you go to that church, you need to get out and repent and get saved and get baptized and get filled with the Holy Ghost because there's no other name. There's no other way that you can be saved. It is through the blood of Jesus Christ. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus plus nothing. Jesus plus nothing. Jesus plus nothing. And there were no solution that day. They could not come up with their own plan. They had to follow the prescribed plan that God gave them. Oh, hallelujah. This is what Acts 4 says. Jesus is the stone. That was rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. And there is salve, and there is salvation, and no one else. For there is no uh, for there is no uh, so there is no other name under heaven giving among men that men can be saved. There, let me let me remind you this. 21st century church. I read, I read, I read something last week. This is, this is the, this 15 to the 35. Don't believe that Jesus is the only way. The millionaires and generation Z. They don't believe that Jesus is the only way. And the fault is, it's not the kids. The fault is, first of all, the parents. And the second is the church. Because the church wants to be popular. They don't want to offend people. But let me tell you, I'm sorry. Christianity is not inclusive. Coexist, don't, don't, it's not in the Bible. 
And there is no other name that man cannot be saved. Religion cannot save you. Mohammed cannot save you. Your tradition cannot save you. Belonging to your church cannot save you. Confucius cannot save you. Your family cannot save you. Just because you live in the South, because I have to put that there, because some of us think because we live in Texas or Georgia or Tennessee, you're automatically Christian. Let me tell you something. Just because you live in the South, just because you live in Tokoa or up North Georgia does not not mean you are Christian. Sometimes people just because they go, they belong to certain group, they they are saved. But there's only one thing that can save mankind, and his name is Jesus. Somebody say amen. The church cannot save you. Mary cannot save you. Peter cannot save you. Saint John cannot save you. You can call all the saints. You can call anybody you want to. You can call Buddha. Buddha cannot save you. You can call all your demon Indian God. They cannot save you. There's only one name. Give under heaven. And that man can be saved. And his name is Jesus. Somebody say amen. Oh yes. Oh yes. This let me tell you. There were no doctors. Even if there were doctors, there would not be enough for all those people dying. There were, even though they had anti-venom, but there would not be enough anti-venom to heal all those people. There would not be enough to go around and tell people can, they can be saved. But there's always enough. <laughs> But there's always enough and more than enough because Jesus can heal. Jesus can set free. Jesus can save you. There's more than enough for you this morning. I said there's more than enough for you. And Jesus is enough today. Jesus is enough today. Jesus is enough today. Somebody say amen. Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Oh, Jesus is enough. Come on, raise your hand right now. Oh, Jesus is enough. Say it. Say it with your mouth. Jesus is enough. Jesus is enough. He's enough for me. He's enough for me. Hallelujah. The Bible says, verse 9, So Moses made a snake out of bronze. The cue for the serpent problem took the form of what caused the problem to begin with. Let me say that again. The cue for the serpent problem took the form of what caused the problem to begin with. To build something like that. Moses, why a serpent? Moses, why a bronze serpent?
I hate seven. Seven, why? Why something that's so hateful? Why something that is so pure, treacherous, unloyal, so hateful, so mean, unkind? I know people try to, to, to domesticate those serpents, the venom stuff. They all think they're friends. They will play with them. You have them for 15 years and one day they bite them because they're unloyal. Some serpents, they don't have no, uh, uh, somebody said, I was reading this, they said they don't have no maternal instinct. They, they, they lay their eggs, they leave their eggs. They don't care. Some of them eat their own eggs. These serpents are evil. Moses, why will you, why will you, God, why? Why will you choose such an evil thing to put on the cross? And why bronze? Because the bronze represents judgment. Bronze can, can handle heat. And not only that, for Moses to create that serpent, he had to beat it. He had to beat it so hard. So hard for the serpent to take that shape of that snake. Because for him to mold that serpent, for him to mold that bronze into that serpent, it had to be beaten for it to take that form and shape. And that serpent, Jesus says, John 3, 14, let's do that verse. Jesus says, and as Moses lift up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up. The serpent represents Jesus. The serpent represents our sin. The serpent represents you. Because all of us, when you allow, we all us, all of us, we act like snakes sometimes. We're unloyal. We hurt people that we love. We all look like our father, Satan. Whether you like it or not, mankind is evil. He took our place for us. We were the ones who were supposed to be on the cross, not him. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.21, are you getting this this morning? He said, for our sake, this is what he says, 2 Corinthians 5.21 says, For our sake he made, him, he made him to be sin who knew no sin. Jesus became sin for us just like the snake. He became just like that serpent on, this, on that cross. The Bible says in Isaiah 50, remember Moses had to beat that serpent over and over for it to take the shape of that serpent. And this is what Isaiah 53, 53 verse 5 says. For he was wounded for transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. And when I read that verse, Isaiah 52, 14 last night, when I read this, this is what it says. He says, Isaiah is describing how Jesus looked on the cross because he was so bitten. This is what the way the, way the Bible describes it. It said, many were horrified to even see him of what happened to him. But everyone who saw him was even more horrified because he suffered until he looked like no human beings. Do you 
you understand what Christ has done for you this morning? Do you understand the suffering that he went through? Do you, do you understand the separation that he suffered so we can be alive today? Do you understand he become, he doesn't no longer like a human being because he was so disfigured. Do you understand the suffering that he became seen, that he became seen so we can have, can you, so we can have life? In your theater of your mind, can you see the suffering that he suffered out there? It was, it was deplorable symbol. A snake is something that's ugly. It was not pretty to watch. It was probably hard for those Jewish people to look to see a snake. They probably stay away because, because in your own flesh, you don't want to see a snake. You don't want to see that. They were revulsion. They didn't want to see that. Do you know in that time when they were killing Jesus, those Jewish people knew if somebody hang on, 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 a, on, a, on a tree, it's curse. There were nothing pleasant about Jesus hanging on the cross. It was repulsive. It was something that nobody wanted to watch because he was all naked. Because anybody that sees somebody naked, you don't want to see that. He should try to, you know, the painting tried to put a little cover, but he was all naked on that cross. Do you understand what he went for? What he went through for? Do you understand what Jesus went for you? He carried your sin. He carried your sin. The one who knew no sin became sin for us. What an awful picture. Do you understand what he went through for you? There was nothing pretty about it. He was beaten. Then the Bible says, this is what he says. He says, Moses lift up that serpent. Jesus said, as, as, he, as the serpent was lifted, just like that, I'll be lifted up. And Moses lift up that serpent, and, and they, put, they put it in a pole. And he said, just look at it. They probably sent people running around to tell those Israelites to look to, the, to, look to that serpent. Just get, just get a glimpse of it. All you have to do is look to that serpent, to that bronze serpent, and you will receive healing. All they had to do, just to get a glimpse, just get a glimpse of that serpent. If you've been bitten by that snake, you're dying. All you have to do is just look at that brazen serpent. You will receive life. All they had to do is look. Can you see that mother running? You know, they had a darling, they had a little kid. Two, three years old who've been bitten by the snake, by the venom, they're dying. 
And can you see that mother running and taking up that kids and running her? And that kid is dying, had a fever. She almost, she's about to pass out. She almost, she's about to die. And now mom, get her and carry her and lift her up and say, babe, babe, I know you're suffering. All you have to do, look, look to that serpent. Look to that bone serpent. Look to that bone serpent. And that kid is suffering with fever. And the mom probably had to lift her eyelids and say, look, look, and you will live. All you have to do. And that's at the same moment, the moment that little girl look at the brazen serpent something happened to that little girl and she received life and that virus stopped in her blood imagine imagine in your theory mind a father and his son came to daddy, 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 daddy. Moses has created a plan. Daddy, daddy, daddy. I know you've been bit. I know you know I was bitten. You know I was bit. I was dying. But Moses came with a solution. He put a he put a he put a pole out with a snake. All you have to do, daddy. All you have to do, daddy. You have to come. You have to look. You have to look, daddy. Come. Why don't you come look, daddy? You have you don't have to die. Look what God has done for me. Look what the servant. I was sick. Look what happened. I can stand on my feet. I no longer have a fever in my vein. I'm okay. Why don't you come, daddy? And that father responded to that, to that son. He said, leave me alone. I don't need this. What do you mean about a serpent? And a, what do you mean a serpent and a pole can heal me? I'm pretty sure that that serpent cannot fix my problem. And the father said, I'm too far gone. I don't need this thing you're talking about. And the father said, let me die. And the son, daddy, no, you don't have to die in that sin. Daddy, no, daddy, you don't have to die. You don't need to die. Dad, there's still hope. You're not dead yet. There's still hope. All you have to do, get, get out, go outside and look to that pole. You will receive life. And that man refused God's own medicine. That father refused God's plan of redemption. And nothing can save him because he refused God's plan redemption. And there's nothing that can save him. This is what Hebrews 10 verse 26 says. Let's read this. He said, if we decide to continue sinning after we have learned the truth. You probably read that verse. You never understood what, it's, what it means. If we decide to continue staying in the sin that we're in, after God has told us the truth, the antidote to your sickness, there's no other sacrifice that can take away our sin. If you know the truth, and that's what we are telling you today, Father, like you can come. All they had to do is to look to the brazen serpent to receive life. All they had to do in the dying state is to look on that brazen serpent. All they had to do is by faith to look to that serpent, to that brazen serpent. And Jesus says in John 3, 14, and, I, and Jesus asked 
and just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up so that everyone who believes will have eternal life in Him. And now you understand when John the Baptist is baptizing people he's baptizing people people getting baptized in the middle of the crowd he looked he saw Jesus and the first word out of his mouth he says behold behold the Lamb of God who took the word behold means look 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 to the Lamb you will receive life look look this morning if you die in sin this morning if sin is ravaging your life this morning if you are dying sin is eating you up and you still allow yourself breath in your body. All you have to do is look. All you have to do is look. All you have to do is look. And you receive life. Look to the Son of Man. To the Son of God. And you receive life. Every head by, every eye closed. Behold the Lamb of God. Every head by, every eye if you don't know Jesus today, I'm not even going to beg you. If you don't know Jesus today, you want to make peace with God. Your life is not right. You're not living right. You know sin is destroying your life. If you're watching online, you know sin is destroying you. Sin is tearing you apart. You feel like there's no hope. You feel like you're dying inside, deep inside. You die. You know sin is killing your life. Today's your day. Today's the day of salvation. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait another day. You don't have to wait another minute. All you have to do is look upon him and you receive life. You will receive life. Hallelujah. If you don't know Jesus, you want Jesus in your heart today. Every head by, every high close. If you don't know Jesus, you've been running away from him and you need him in your life today. I'm going to ask you to raise your hand if you need Jesus today, if you need to get saved today. If you don't know Jesus, you want, you want him to be in your heart today. Don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. If you've been backslidden, you know you left him a long time ago and sin is destroying your life. Today is your day to make things right. Today is the day to make things right. Don't hesitate. Give your life to him. Father, we come before you tonight, today, Lord. We're asking, God, we're going to look upon you. We're going to fix our eyes upon you. We're going to fix our eyes upon you. We're going to fix our eyes upon you. We're going to look to you, Jesus. We're going to look to you, Jesus. Behold, behold the Lamb of God. Look, look, the answer. The entire virus is there. The entire venom is there. All you have to do is look 
at his sacrifice and you receive life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.